and welcome to this week's Devil in Detail podcast. I'm Rob Paxson. We're here talking all things Salford Red Devils. John Michel this week, as ever, we have Paul Whiteside. Uh, looking forward to the start of Super League coming back. Paul, it's been very, very exciting. Yeah, yeah, it has. I enjoyed the couple of games that were on last weekend. I've seen the highlights to them. And obviously this weekend there's one or two more, isn't it? It's more or less a full programme this weekend, isn't it? So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time since we had a match. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting, uh, getting back watching the sport. Yeah, it's a Hull FC, uh, a very exciting uh, game against them every every time we do play them. Uh, it's going to be very competitive. Yeah, certainly. Well, the last last few games we had against them last season, we we, we beat them convincingly, didn't we? In the uh, the league, the second league match at their place, and I think the the other game was quite a tight match as well, wasn't it? If I remember right, thirty five, thirty two. I think we lost that one, and it was end to end sort of stuff, wasn't it? So there's normally a lot of points when. Uh, when the two sides meet, isn't you know Hull like to throw the ball around like we do as well. So uh, yeah, and they've got a new coach as well. Let's not forget Lee Radford got sacked, didn't he, just before the um, just before the lockdown, I think, didn't he? So I don't think they played a game since. So they've got Andy Last, who's in charge now for them as interim head coach. So it's, it promises to be an interesting game. I don't really know what to, to make of it really with the new rule change. It should be uh, should should be good. Just mentioned the new rule changes. Um, Ian Watson held a press conference earlier in the week uh, and he uh, talked talk to Trevor Hunt about that. And this is what he had to say. Now, you mentioned uh, previously about the new rules. The fact that there's no scrums, does that mean you have to change your approach to the game drastically? Or do you just crack on as if the, there is a scrum, if you like? Yeah, uh, no, no we, we, we like the game being played quick anyway. We like it being played in the right way and playing rugby and playing it fast as well. There's some teams, obviously, who, who don't like playing that way as well, but I think it's more of an attractive um, product and um, game when you, when you play fast. So, obviously, Ian Watson thinks that our style of play uh, suits the rules changes, Paul. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, well, well, I agree with what Walt says. To be honest with you, if it, he's the expert, so if he thinks it does, well, I'll agree with him. Um, I, I think it's it's how you, you go about it now and how you approach the, these changes, don't you? And I'm sure what will have done his homework in, in the uh, in the lockdown and looked at every sort of scenario and he'll, got, he'll have his best fit of how he wants his side to play and I'm sure he'll play around that and, and use it to his advantage as well. I mean, the no scrums as well, <clears throat> excuse me. That's going to be a different change, but but no, I think we'll be all right. We've got a lot of pace out wide. We've got a good set of backs, and um, you know we, we're going to use that to our advantage. Yeah, I think as a team, uh, we're, we're kind of more adaptable than other other clubs. Uh, other clubs have big units, don't they? So we have do have our own big units, as in um, Sebastian Nicky A4 and uh, Polly Polly. But in the main, we're all quite you know average size, quite athletic uh, sort of role players. So I think we can uh, sort of adapt to, to most changes. Yeah, and I think we've, we've mentioned that over the last couple of seasons, haven't we, that, that Watto likes, <clears throat> in his forwards, he likes mobility, doesn't he? And we've, we've had like a mobile sort of pack. We've not got any sort of huge guys, the, the guys you mentioned there, yeah, have got to carry a bit of size. But I think we are one of the more sort of mobile mobile, mobile sides, if we can get the words out. So, so yeah, like I said, I'm sure Watto will have looked at all those scenarios and, and how he's going to play that. And it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all pans out. As we said before, the game's very fast as it is. And I think these rule changes are going to make the game even quicker, and especially at the moment with the, with the temperatures, it's, it's pretty warm out there, isn't it? At the moment in August, and you know people are going to tire, and we could see some some really open fields, some real open play, and, and plenty of points. 
yeah obviously it's like you say it's a big game it's on sky it's massive sort of uh you know hand clap to all the, the clubs that have, have managed to get the uh you know the super league back up and running sort of the the hoops they've had to go through and uh you know the procedures they have to put in place is is, is unbelievable really i kind of uh got my hands on a it's not probably not the same as the ones they're using in the super league the afl um, sort of document, which is what all the clubs have to follow to make sure the the COVID safe, and you know the things that they have to they, they have to do to to make sure it's all a, a sterile environment, and and you know keep everyone safe is is unbelievable. So you know it's big, you know pat on the back for all the people who put big efforts into to get uh, rugby league back on. Yeah, it certainly is, Rob. I mean, it's difficult enough going in people's houses every day doing you doing your job, but I'm only sort of going into someone's house where there's one person there. You're talking about looking after. I don't know, loads of people, aren't you, really, in a sterile aisle environment like that? So it must be it must be really, really difficult. And obviously all the testing procedures that they've got to go through as well and keeping everybody in their bubbles and this, that and the other. You know, it's hats off to them, really. And, you know, all sports who've been going through this, it's, it's been a massive change of the way we do things. Yeah, it's great to be back though, because obviously, you know, we we missed it, didn't it? All this time away, uh, it gives that bit back of a bit of normality back in the into your lives a little bit. Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. I'm, I'm as we as we speak now on Friday. I'm really looking forward to watching the some boxing on Sky tonight. I don't have Sky Sports, but it's on the free channel. I've got some. I'm really looking forward to to seeing that because there's not been a lot of live sport. I mean, there's been a bit of football, hasn't there recently? But there's not been loads of live sport. I've even been watching snooker. Um, in, on the weeknights, the World Championships moot snooker, and I've been enjoying that as well. So any sort of sport you can get your hands in at the moment is uh, is a big plus. Yeah, obviously, sport when when that all stops is a massive void in, in everyone's <clears> life, isn't it? And you know you do miss it when it when it's not there. Obviously, you're, you're picking up sports that you don't know much as in snooker. Yeah, I suppose if you can call snooker a sport, a few people have told me it's, it's it's more of a game than a sport. But no, I've enjoyed it. I used to watch quite a bit of it a long time ago, really. I just sort of got back into it, you know, over the last few weeks. You know, your routine changes, you know, your life routine changes. There's not a lot of things going on outside work and things like that. So I have found myself watching the odd... I don't watch a lot of telly, to be honest, anyway, but I have watched the odd bit more. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to boxing tonight and obviously the rugby league tomorrow and, and Sunday as well, if I can catch as much as I can. Yeah, the... Uh... Obviously, because we aren't all going to be there, uh, they've managed to get some <coughs> sort of uh, carpool cutouts of, of, of fans in the stands. We're second place in the uh, in the clubs who sort of per- you know, fans who have purchased carpool cutouts, which is a fantastic effort from everyone, isn't it? Really, because obviously we want to be well supported, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do. I believe. Can you keep those cardboard cutouts after after? Um... You know, all this has gone on. Do they move back to say Salford start playing at the AJ Bell soon? Do they do those cardboard cutouts go to the AJ Bell and followers there? Is that how that works? I think you can keep them, but that's my question to you, Paul. Because obviously, you know, we are always looking for, for ways to sort of improve the the game day experience. And um, do you think it would be a good idea if if the cardboard cutouts were put into the into the um, the empty stand opposite the uh, the TV? Gantry. So obviously, look like it is, but a bit full from from uh, you know from a distance. Um, for me, I, I think it'd be a good idea because it's only the same as putting banners and and flags in there as well. Um, 
you know, obviously we'll probably get a lot of stick from from, <clears> from opposition fans, but really we're about we're all about promoting the game, aren't we? And making it look like it's a you know a, a vibrant atmosphere. So for me, if if you if if you, you know, I think it's a good idea. Obviously, if you want to take your car book at home and, and re- recreate all Malone in, in your front in your front garden, then then that's fine. Do that, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I think if if there's a lot of them, it might be a it might be a good idea for me. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry about what other opposition clubs and supporters think, Rob. I mean, they'll always slag you off no matter what you do. So you could put them in there, but hopefully one day we'll be getting big sellout crowds and then we'll have to move them and put them somewhere else, won't we? But it's not a bad idea, that, to be honest. Yeah, we'll, we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, obviously, it's on Sky, but also <laughs> you can uh, watch it on the Our League app, uh, which is great, so everyone has access to it. Yeah, certainly. I think that's been a, been a great idea. That, and especially you know, you know, we've not played a game since since March now, so people are absolutely itching to to go, and obviously they can't. And disappointing, but to be able to watch it, I think it's great. I mean, I presume it'll be on the radio as well, and there'll be coverage on there, which is always great to listen to if Radio Manchester are doing the match. But if you can watch it as well, and you know that that'd be brilliant. That it really will be. So no, not everybody's got a Sky, so if you can all watch the watch the match and, and cheer the lads on, and it's, like we said before, it's going to be an excellent match. You know, two two good sides there, Hull and Salford who like to chuck the ball around as we've said and you know playing at a neutral venue as well with no crowd there it's um, you know anything can happen really. it's going to be a really really hard game to predict as are all the games this weekend you know it's, it's different you've not got your home fans there cheering you're on it's a different place different changing rooms different setup, and, and what have you different routine to your game day routine so I wouldn't like to be a betting man this weekend and predict any of the games I think we're going to see some some real crackers and some perhaps the odd, odd one or two upsets and, and strange scores if you haven't obviously received your, if you're a season ticket holder and you've not received your, your, uh, your code, um, contact uh, the club at inquiries at soulfreddevils.net, um, and they'll they'll obviously help you out. Um, I think it's really exciting. I think it's going to be exciting. Obviously, you know, being able to to log in and and, and watch the watch the team, and you know, it, it's a good thing. What we got to remember though is, te- you know, technology is involved and and. You know, sometimes things go wrong. So hopefully, um, they'll have, they'll have got the uh, you know the platform right, uh, and when whatever a half a million people log in, uh, it won't crash. Yeah, well, like I said, if it does and you have problems, there's always a radio, isn't there? And I know I'm pretty certain Radio Manchester will be doing commentary. And if they're not, you've always got Five Live, Five Live Sports Extra. Dave Woods does. I love listening to Dave Woods on Five Live Sports Section. Some of the podcasts he does on there and the you know, guests he has on it, it really is a great listen. So if you are struggling, the radio is good. I'm a bit old school like that. I really love listening to rugby league and football on the radio. So uh, so that's definitely an option as well. But hopefully the hour league gap, it's pretty good. I've used it before. But like you said, if a lot of people log in, I don't know how the technology works. But if you can get on there, I'm sure you'll really enjoy it. So let's hope it all works and uh, goes like clockwork. That's what it is, I suppose. You know, you know, everyone's excited, and you know, you, you can watch it on Sky, I suppose, as well. That's another option if, if you've got Sky, and you know, I suppose it's all about sort of attracting you know people outside our ball now, because obviously there's not much sport. The football's sort of finished now, so they'll be looking for people who follow football, looking for a sport to follow in the meantime. So it's an opportunity, I think, for you know Super League to to put us in the shot window. Yeah, it certainly is, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll be able to get back down to the AJ Bell Stadium in the autumn time or whenever it's going to be. And, you know, if we can do really well now and, and advertise ourselves on Sky and, you know, let's have it right, we've not been on Sky 
very often over the last few years. You're probably talking a handful of times a season when we're on, and you know, nine times out of ten we've we've had we've had the odd good result on the telly, haven't we? Particularly the Wigan game, it's just gone. But no, it'd be great to showcase ourselves on Sky Sports and especially these neutral venues. Now there's a bit more of a limelight on the show, I suppose, when there's a few teams playing over the weekend and that. So, uh, so yeah, definitely, and that might attract you. People to come down and, and watch the team once it is sort of back to some sort of normality. So yeah, I'm looking really looking forward to this weekend. I've enjoyed the the press build up, you know, for, for the match what I've seen so far, Watto's interviews and the the press conferences and things like that. It's going to be really really exciting, really really interesting weekend. And let's hope Solver can go out there and, and do us proud and get us a good result because we're down at the foot of the table at the moment now. Having have that two points we got off Toronto taken off as we second bottom out with Hawker. It's still an awful long way to go, what, 15 rounds or so to go. So you know, we'll put a good run together now and we could be right back in contention. Yeah, sort of looking forward, Paul. Uh, the Halliwell Jones Stadium has been picked as a, a venue for our for a round of Super League uh, games. Uh, we'll be facing Leeds there on the 29th of August. So, um, Warrington's quite a, quite a lucky stadium for us, but Leeds aren't really a lucky team for us. No, no, we've had some success against them though. Last season, we we beat them home and away, didn't we? And um, I, I watched their match against... Um, they play Huddersfield at the weekend just gone and I really enjoyed that Huddersfield were, were well on top in that game and Leeds you know, stormed back and won the game in golden point extra time with the drop goal from, from Luke Gale so they've got some quality players haven't they this season and look a, look a lot more settled side than, than they were at stages last season and the season before so I think they're currently sort of top of the table so they're, they're going to be a tough side to beat I know we play Catalans don't we next weekend at um, St. Helens' Stadium and I think it's called is it still called the Totally Wicked Stadium or something. Well, I know it's Langtree Park, but I think it's something else now. So that's where we play Catalans next weekend. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you say we've not had great success against Leeds. You're not heading there, but you know, this game being played at the, the Halliwell Jones, we have had some success there, haven't we? So uh, so let's see how that pans out. But, you know, we've got three sort of tricky fixtures coming up now as well. So uh, this is a you know pivotal point in the season with the, the, the place we are in the league table. Looking, obviously, at the whole game, a um, lot of good players... Uh, Shawl, ex-red Mark Sneed, Danny Houghton, uh, another ex-red in, in Josh Jones. You know they're full of very good players, Paul, and you know it's going to be a good test for us uh, early on. Yeah, it will be a big, it'll be a big test, Rob. Um, they're a good side. All they like to throw the ball on, as you said there, you, you named quite a few of the players there that you know the ones that to look out for, and you know Danny Houghton, Blanchard Trophy winner, Mark Sneed, you know. He makes them tick, doesn't he? Really. So, uh, is it going to be a tough game? Some big forwards as well. And but as I said before, they, they, they sacked the, the coach Lee Radford, didn't they? And they brought Andy Last in. He he's been at Hull a long time. Andy, remember him as a player for them, and he's been around the coaching setup quite a long time as well. So, you know, the players will know him pretty well, won't they? It's not like just bringing any old sort of Tom Dick and Harry off the street. He's been in the whole setup for a while. He knows how it all works. He knows how it ticks. But yeah, Josh Griffin's there as well. Jake Connor, real maverick sort of player as well. So they have they've got a good side. I mean, if you go down there, sort of one to to thirteen, it is is really good, isn't it? You know, some top players in there. I mean, one player that deserves a special mention is Gareth Ellis. He's in their squad for this weekend. He's I think he's I'm pretty sure he's the oldest player in Super League, isn't he? he must be nearly forty now. But what a great player he's been. So so yeah, I, I'm excited about this game. Like as I said a few times, there are always exciting games against Hull. Lots of points in them and. Uh, this one should be no different. It should be another excellent contest. Give us a, uh, a score prediction, Paul. Oh, you've caught me there, mate. You've caught me on that. I think, as I said before, it's going to be a hot day. 
it's going to be pretty sunny, isn't it? In a you know, wide pitch there with this, the, the rule changes as well, the no scrums. I can see there being some points in this game, some tired forwards on both sides. I'm just going around the houses here trying to think of a score <laughs> to, to come up with. I'm going to go Salford 28 full 24. 28 24 um, Salford. Um, I'm thinking we'll, we'll start off well. I think Hull are a team in sort of transition because of the, uh, the coaching change. So I'm going to go Hull 10, Salford 26. I'll settle for that. Take 20. We'll take 26, 10 uh, to kickstart the uh, the 2020 season. Yeah, I think, we, I think we'd settle for that, wouldn't we? I think, you know, what would just settle for a win? We had the excellent win against Wigan, didn't we, before the lockdown? And we was all looking forward to the Castleford game, which was coming up after that. And obviously the season got suspended. And I just hope it's not stopped our momentum. I don't think it will do. I think, you know, the, I think the team of it have been, you know, drawn together through through this this this, this lockdown. And um, I'm sure we're going to do OK. But the first game back's always a big one, isn't it? We've got... The big three fixtures now, and I think it's vital that we we get off to a good start. You know, considering where we are in the table now, so we, we can't afford, you know, to, to to lose these three games. We need to get some points from them, don't we? Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Obviously, we're all looking forward to it. Uh, don't forget, you can obviously catch the uh, Ian Watson press conference on RT, RDTV and also uh, on RDTV this week. Uh, Lee Mossop, Chris An- and Chris Atkin uh, are going to be doing a Q and A. Um, which is going to be exciting. Hopefully, a lot of people have put questions in. Yeah, hope so. Yeah, yeah. And as we said before, it's going to be exciting to see uh, you know the, the, the new players involved at Salford. I know Morgan Esgray has been getting uh, rave reviews, hasn't he? From you know been training with the club, and I think he's he's going to be named as a trialist possibly in this this squad this weekend. It'd be good to see how he goes. Interesting to see where Watto's going to play him. Also got Andy Ackers who's coming. We've heard an awful lot about him and seen him play at Toronto and. You know, Swinton Lions before that, you know, really, really good hooker. So, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they all say. And it, it's another good part of Red Devils TV, isn't it? If you're not joined to that or you're not a member watching that, you know, you know you're missing something there because they have some fantastic stuff on there, some great behind the scenes stuff, you know, the training and what the lads are up to week in, week out. And, you know, it really is something to, you know, to, to get into that if you've not done already. Yeah, Chris Atkin, Luke Yates, and Lee Mossop. Uh, so that'll be well worth uh, tuning in for, I think. Yes, yeah, certainly will. He's, um, I've, I think I've only interviewed Lee Mossop a couple of times. I think you spoke to, to Moose a few times. Luke, Luke Yates is a, is a nice guy. I spoke to him a couple of times. And uh, Chris Atkin as well, did you say? Chris Atkin's a you know, good guy. And I think he's going to be in the squad this weekend, isn't he? You know, judging by what's been said, Kevin Brown possibly struggling with an injury. So Chris Atkin could come in as well. So yeah, three three good guys there. I'm sure you'll get some, uh, some good uh, questions and answers out of those guys. Yeah, and also just before we go, uh, Paul, uh, Wild Thing uh, have announced that they're producing uh, Sulphur Devil's face masks now. Uh, one for £6 or three for 15 very stylish. Um, I know obviously everyone needs ones don't these days, so it'd be good to get the the club's crest on it. So you're doing a bit of uh, advertising while you're walking around doing your shopping in Asda. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've just seen him actually t- tonight and um, I was talking to an elderly lady at work the other day and I had me my face mask on, my industrial um, dust one that I've got at work and uh, she was showing me her, she had a retro Manchester City one and it was really, really nice. I think I've seen a few, you know, have been in people's houses and what have you. So, uh, so yeah, it's become part of society for, for, for the moment anyway, or for, possibly for, for quite a while. So, yeah, they, they look pretty good. I mean, I think I'd rather wear one of the sulfur ones than the, the naff one I've got at the moment, so I might have to invest in one of them. 
Yeah, so that's the end of this week's podcast. A short one, but a good one, Paul. Yeah, enjoyed it, Rob. Good to speak to you. I mean, we've still not uh, seen each other ever since the Wigan game. Uh, before lockdown, I don't think I've seen you since, have I? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've missed I don't you. think so. I've missed you. <laughs> no, I wish you too, Paul. Been good to chat to you. Yeah. So big thanks to you this week's the Devil in Detail podcast. I run Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Radio Contact. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Ha, 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 ha.